Hello, and welcome to the Geekiest Podcast, where we sit around and talk to our friends about all things geeky, all the while giving each other geek points to determine who is the geekiest. Welcome to the Geekiest. I'm Joe. I'm your sweet baby Pete. And I'm Kayla. And we are recording this on May the 4th, Star Wars Day. Happy Star Wars Day, everybody. Uh, May it be with you always. (laughs) I always want to say, and also with you. Yes, well, that's (laughs) the standard response. Yeah. (laughs) So today being May the 4th, I figure it's a good day to talk about all things Star Wars, Star Wars related, Star Wars adjacent. So first we're going to start off with some Star Trek Discovery news, right? I don't even know what that show is. Blasphemy. Uh, Sounds like boring social commentary to me. (laughs) With no laser swords. None. Or space wizards. I feel like they're space wizards, but anyway, let's move on. Um, So today on May the 4th, uh, the last episode of Clone Wars dropped. Uh, Delicious. I I watched it. It was... It, it got me. They were all of the feels. Yeah, they definitely. This this last four finale arc has uh, has has occupied a lot of territory in the feels. You know, it's funny too. Like with no spoilers, those who are pretty familiar with um, the greater Star Wars lore or canon, it's pretty clear who's going to live through these last four episodes because we know that we have encountered some characters later in the timeline. And yet it was still like a white knuckle ride. Absolutely. I was thinking the same thing. It's like, I, I've watched Rebels. I know I know what's going on. I'm, I'm hep to the beat, daddy-o. And uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, you're right. It was definitely like, like, ooh, ooh, I'm... And then like part of that goes like, you know it's going to be okay. And it's like, yeah, but no. That's what wow. you call really good writing, when they can invoke emotion, even when you know it's all going to be okay or that you know the outcome. Although I think it's worth noting, it still was not okay for everybody. No, no. <laughs> No, there was a lot of lot of folks who is not okay for. Yeah, um, it, it has continued to impress me how well um, Disney and Star Wars animation in general has not really shied away from like, yeah, some people die. Yeah, yeah, they definitely have not. Uh, they have not sanitized that bit. Lately, they've been very okay with killing off people. Well, you know, it's the circle of life. <laughs> Put it in Disney. <laughs> You mean uh, my heroes don't say the same age forever and continue to entertain me for the rest of my life? Oh, no. Usually they will let you down before the end. That's what heroes do. <laughs> Either they die early or they live long enough to become the villains. Yeah. So they say. So they say. Drinking green milk and making weird faces. <laughs> Ugh. Don't remind me. Straight from the weird cow creature. The teat. <laughs> right out of the teat. Hmm. <laughs> You know, of all the things that have gone on in the Star Wars history and things that I've seen questionable and things that I've said, you know, that's a little weird. That is the one thing that I really just could have done without. Yeah. (laughs) And I, I, you know, 
Luke is Luke. I've loved Luke forever. I will always love Luke. I just need to get that part. We started uh, re-watching the episodic Skywalker series films uh, yesterday. We have worked our way through one, two, and almost into three. Um, we watched the first few minutes, but it was late. And um, there are definitely a few offenses of lines that are like, oh, man, that's not good. <laughs> not, not good. Uh, also today uh, on Disney Plus, The Rise of Skywalker joins the lineup. Circle is complete. Yes. Yay! Excellent. Um, also, the behind-the-scenes series about the Mandalorian or behind-the-scenes show about the Mandalorian is also on Disney Plus. Is that up? Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. I did not get a chance to watch that yet. What is it called? Uh, Disney Portrait? I think. Gallery. Gallery, right? Disney yeah. Gallery? Yes. So we got Gallery that. Mando. 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 Um, so that's going to be some some interesting watching. Uh, just trying to think what else we've got. Disney, uh, Star Wars wise. Uh, I saw an ad today for an A-Wing Lego set for like 200 bucks. Ouch. Oh, man. I mean, it's I do love an A-Wing, but that's a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of money for something you're just going to crash into the bridge of a Star Destroyer. Yeah, but. For Worth real, it. man. Worth it. You get a, a medal named after you. <laughs> for, for more on this, go back through the Geek Used. Okay, give that a callback geek point. Yeah. That's, that's good, because that was oh, really yeah, tenuous, because I, I do not I? remember that guy's name. <laughs> Again, which was the topic of an entire episode already. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, I was thinking about Star Wars... And uh, yeah, I know I am wearing my uh, it, it looks like Starry Night painting uh, t shirt today, but it has a stormtrooper on it. Nice, nice. I'm wearing my shirt that has a uh, 77 uh, trailing behind uh, Luke's X Wing and the Millennium Falcon. Very nice. I'm wearing a tank top, it's gray. I'm a horrible person. It's ah, you're in your training on Dagobah outfit. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's an imp on your back. Hitting you with a <laughs> that's stick. it. That's really just Tigger. Yeah. I, was <laughs> say, I have a cat sitting next to me. Does that count? That tracks pretty, pretty solidly. <laughs> <laughs> my cats have taken over my light box and they won't give it back. They've been dr drawn to the light side. Seriously. <laughs> of your box. That sounds not. That, mm, that's, that's not. Well. Mm, mm, okay. Mm, Moving mm. on. <laughs> so, did you hear who's making a Star Wars movie? Why, I did hear who's making a Star Wars movie. Finally confirmed, even though it's been rumored for like the last two and a half months. Well, sure. It's nice to get confirmation. Yeah. Our old friend, Tiki Waititi. Or Taika no, Waititi. Still not his name. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> yes, he is. Uh, he is. He is uh, confirmed. He is doing a Star Wars movie. Uh, what is not confirmed is which Star Wars movie in the what like the next twenty years of Star Wars Avatar rotating planning schedule that they have. My bigger question is: now that they are pushing this High Republic era, will it be a High Republic? concept uh uh setting because mm. 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 we all know that that was the era of galactic history when everyone spoke with a new zealand accent i'm kind of okay with that 
I saw someone online today underneath an article I was reading about it in the comment section wrote that they were hoping that it would be about Rey training the next generation of young Jedis, but it would be done in the style of what we do in the shadows. <laughs> um, that would be... Uh, I'd be on board that, I, I'm sure, uh, yeah. Um, Taika Waititi is both directing and he is co-writing this next film. And mm -hmm. the uh, the the co the other co-writer is Academy Award nominee uh, Christy Wilson Carnes Cairns, who uh, wrote uh, screenplays for 1917, Last Night in Soho. Uh, so I believe I, I am know. on record stating that I rather enjoyed 1917. Was it better than 1918 or worse? Well, I mean, you need 1917 to really appreciate the sequel. Okay. Um, I have not seen 1917. I really do, but I, I would imagine just kind of looking at that though, 1917 and, and Star Wars and Taika Waititi uh, war movie. Are we getting a war movie in the stars? Like a war movie in the stars? Ah, I see what you did there. Hey, -oh. I'm gonna give you a geek point, by the way, for uh, knowing his uh, his partner in crime there, because I. I know I definitely looked it up earlier and did not remember who it was that was working alongside him. I did see, though, that also I I don't have her name in front of me. The one woman who made Russian Doll is also getting a Star Wars movie. That is very cool and a geek point for you on that one. Um, I, I remember because I uh, uh, the Christy Wilson Cairns or Carnes, I'm unsure on the pronunciation of the last name, but her she spells Christy in a rather interesting way. She assumes the eyes. It's K R Y S T Y. Um, oh, that's like mm -hmm. the opposite of me with the I and Y and Kayla. Well, I uh, mm -hmm. I still like 1917 anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you can't hold it against her. It's not like she you know picked her name. I can't for sure that she did or she did not. This is true. I picked mine. That's that's true. That's true. But, but and I misspelled it anyway. <laughs> There's a Q in there somewhere. That's that is how special I am. I misspelled my own name. There's a silent Z. <laughs> you don't see too many silent Zs. That's all I'm saying. A lot dots over the L. Absolutely. <laughs> 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 I don't even know how to, how to pronounce that. Steve. <laughs> uh, just, I was, uh, I was Every, thinking earlier. Everybody knows that K-A-Y umlaut L-A is pronounced Steve. Absolutely. <laughs> That's the Tahitian pronunciation, as there I remember. Well, that's a key point. <laughs> um, I, I was actually now thinking... we're just a source of misinformation. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I was thinking earlier, though, about your Steve... Uh, habit. That is really and, the best way of putting it. And and when I was in high school, I, I took computer programming um, for for several years. And there was this one guy in class. Every time we had to write like a uh, we would write like a procedure or something or or something you know a, a smaller program for the big program to call. And the teacher would ask, "So what should we call it?" And he would always be like, "Let's call it in his name." And it was that like very self serving. And it got to the point where it was like, no, we are not naming. Was his name George? Did we lose you? Uh, no, no, it was like Kareem or something. It was, it was like, Planet we're not. Have... Sorry about that. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I like that you just went to a confessional. 
Yeah, sorry about that. Fun and adventure. (laughs) One of the fun and adventuring parts about recording stuff at home. You get to hear the ice maker. (laughs) So, what else? I know there was something else Star Wars related that was on my mind. That is news. I don't know what it was. Yeah, we keep saying we're going to take notes, and then we never do. Take notes? What am I, some kind of college? All right. (laughs) How is school going, Pete? Uh, good. I, um, just got, like, literally about 15 minutes ago, just before we, uh, we went to air my final exam grade for biology. That's a big ol' one-hundo. Woo! That's awesome, Nicely dude. Done. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Very cool. See? I do believe that I have already taken some time to complain about my lack of interest in biology on this show, um, so... <laughs> Well, yeah. I, I, last week, last week you you offered praise to those who studied biology, or, or biology was their jam. Yes, I stand by that. Not mine. I stand by that. But uh, you know, just uh, <laughs> the lesson here is you don't have to like something to do a good job. There you go. Do better at it. Get rid of it, so you don't have to do it again. Right? Indeed. Exactly. Exactly. Very cool. And you're homeschooling your kids too, right? Yes, I am. Um, as of, uh, uh, funny enough, not related to the COVID uh, crisis. It uh, was just something that came up earlier this school year through complicated circumstances that I won't go into at this point in time. But it had to do with the administration of the school that they were at, and we had to make a difficult decision to uh, have them do virtual school at home, which has overall been pretty good. In fact, uh, just before, uh, just uh, about 30 minutes ago or so, I was helping my uh, my elder son with some work, so hopefully he's done with that by now. But, um, you know, it's, it's funny. It's a funny experience because um, I think I talked about this a little bit, so I won't go into it at length, but... Uh, it's interesting seeing them take it in a very kind of freeform way that they're doing their thing, but it's not necessarily like eight to three. Sometimes it's like nine to four or 10 to five by the time they get up and about. And I'm like, look, as long as you get your work done, I don't care. Um, so, you know, I mean, cause I get it and I'm kind of the same way and I have kind of the same mindset of like, if everybody just leaves me the hell alone, I'll get it done. It's not a problem. I'll put the hours into it that I need to put into it. I just need to be able to have like some distraction free time. And sometimes that's the hardest thing of all. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty cool. Uh, you know, being able to do that. And I think that's one of the things we're, we're going to find with, you know, when we get through the whole quarantining is, you know, a lot of folks who have started working from home are kind of seeing, you know, eight to four, eight to five is not really their most productive times. And yeah. Funny enough, that's like my own life now, too. Like, I got so used to, because I had class Monday through Thursday mornings until about midday, that even once uh, the school closed down because of the, uh, the pandemic, I, you know, I, I have a, a day job, which I've mentioned, you know, my medical supply job. And um, so I made an arrangement with them that I was going to spend the first half of the day at home doing my schoolwork online. And then I would come in and like at lunch, you know, lunch o'clock or so. And, and work until five. So today was really my, like the first time that I was coming in at, at 9 a.m. on a Monday morning. And it was torture. It was awful. I'm used to getting out of bed at about 8.45 and then walking to the kitchen, making myself coffee, and then sitting on the couch and doing some schoolwork. 
Um, I was up at seven, like some kind of plebeian doing regular work. What? What is this? This is mm. this is no. this is to- toil for the masses. This is not for me. <laughs> now, mind you, I mean I spent twenty years doing exactly the schedule, and it's only the last six months in which I didn't do it. But I got used to not doing it real fast. No, it's interesting. Like I'm really starting to see like different people have different rhythms and work better at different times. And we all have been torturing ourselves trying to fit into these schedules that, uh, you know, somebody decided were the right time of day to work. Yeah, nine to five is for the birds, it turns out. No kidding. It's going to be interesting to see when it's all over, like Joe was saying, you know, like what companies do about that. Uh, I would love to to work from home. <laughs> We're an option for me. Sadly, it is not. All right. So, uh, turning back to uh, Star Wars, I was yes, just lightsabers. Uh, uh, I was just perusing back, and uh, apparently, for the uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order today, a uh, free DLC was released. Oh, I did not know that, and that's real high up on my list of games to play, and I haven't gotten to it yet. So yeah, apparently there's a to to help celebrate, of course the uh, the uh, May the fourth they they a free DLC instead of the normal where you need to pay us money. On um, kind of a hilariously tangentially related note, um, EA uh, Entertainment has reopened servers for Star Wars Battlefront One. Not the one that came out a couple of years ago, the remake, but uh, the 2004 Star Wars Battlefront one. Um, They have reopened multiplayer servers on Steam and GOG.com, which I believe is a good old games.com. If uh, that is something, if it's of interest to you, you play uh, Battlefront in uh, PlayStation 2 level graphics, man, jump on there. That (laughs) actually is kind of appealing to me, and I might do that myself. Hmm. If ever where there was there was a time when I would want to jump into video games. It's always a good time for that. <laughs> I just never I don't know. I don't know if I don't have the attention span. I know that my eyes don't focus quickly, you know, so I can't do a lot of like the the quick reaction stuff. But you'd think that I'd be able to do like the storyline things and things like that, especially mm-hmm. with Star Wars. And I don't know, just never got into it. But I like people I like to watch other people do it. So Twitch is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Um, man, I had a, a rough weekend of realizing, like, as years have gone on, I've been sliding closer and closer to ever bigger TVs. Um, <laughs> seems, seems problematic. Pete, at some point, the whole apartment is just going to be one big TV screen. And I'll be wearing it like a VR device. Right. <laughs> um, it's interesting. It's like Ready Player One is happening. I mean, if only that was spoken from a perspective that was really cool. In my case, I'm just going blind. <laughs> less fun and exciting. Right. Oh, it's okay. We love you anyway. Aw, thank you. <laughs> so so I was actually remembering some childhood toys today and, and thinking about Star Wars. And I had the Death Star play set for my Ooh. Kenner uh, Star Wars figures. Here's the thing, though. I'm going to give you a geek point on that, because that makes me very jealous. I am so jealous. (laughs) I wasn't allowed to have Star Wars toys, so... 
Well, because Star Wars allegiance to the devil. I mean, we all know that, right? <laughs> Wait, that's rock and roll in D&D. You know, it's funny because my parents never complained about the rock and roll part, but I wasn't allowed to have Star Wars toys and I wasn't allowed to have boy Barbies. I wonder why I turned out the way I did. There was not enough rock there and roll is. in Star Wars, apparently. Uh-huh. <laughs> Absolutely not. Anyhow, um, you were saying. So you're talking. So I was thinking about, and 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 I was remembering it. So like part of the the place that they had the trash compactor, which had these little sponge red, orange, and blue uh, sponge items that were supposed to be the uh, the garbage and the garbage and the trash compactor. Um, it also had the little alien monster thing, the Dianoga, which did not have a name in the movie, but yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> And, and, a big point for that. Yes, um, and it had it had a crank on it, so you could make the walls. And it had little bits, of, uh, like little bits and pieces, like from the movie to like you know, to to brace it. But then the gun for the the Death Star gun, like was like a like a almost like a, a like an artillery cannon. I was like, always made me like. I remember looking at it as a kid, like this makes no sense. The it, the, the 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 weapon, the Death Star weapon, was not this cannon it was you know three beans not a recycled dgi joe toy so it was wait i'm just trying to mentally picture this it was i was did it not look like the golf ball divot on the side of of the death star so the so the place that so the place the the place set for this um was like all about cutaways so you you didn't it wasn't like an orb or a sphere or any of that it was um so you had like you had like a, a weird um almost like octagonal or hexagonal window looking piece of plastic which i guess was supposed to be like when uh grand moff tarkin and vader and and princess leia watch as alderaan becomes aldergon oh <laughs> that was terrible what? <laughs> too soon we're all gonna jump Always off this show and you can go do this show han solo <laughs> oh <laughs> Um, but, but yeah, no, they had this like cannon thing and it was like, that's, but that's not, that's not what the Death Star had, but what is this? Was there a spot for your, uh, Death Star technician with the best helmet in the franchise to stand next to it? Um, they did not have, they did not have the fully closed, uh, helmet guy. Um, but actually, uh, next time you're over the house on the, uh, on, on the one bookshelf, where we have the the uh, the 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 set for all the characters stand on is a uh, Death Star officer who just has like half a, a a black helmet. I like to think that it's the bottom half, and he just can't see. And unfortunately, it's the top half because <sighs> I guess they want him to be able to have a soda. Fucking bureaucracy. Well, apparently OSHA came in and was like, "Listen, if he can't see, that's a real danger. He's going to fall into." that the the, uh, the Death Star's uh, beam thing, because there isn't a safety rail there, if you ever notice. You know, speaking of which, what the hell? Who, who is designing Star Wars interiors? Like, there's never a handrail to any of these very lengthy, very uh, thin uh, catwalks anywhere. Like, not in the Palace in Episode 1 in the Generator Room. Not in the Death Star, not in 
uh, rebels when they are in a variety of different places, not unlike the catwalks where Obi-Wan yeah. is turning off the tractor beam. Like, do they not believe in guardrails? Like, what? No. Oh, no, no. The Emperor has a, a strict... That's Order 67. No <laughs> guardrails. I mean, that's the thing, is though, is, like, that's it's not... A, bad guys. It's, a, it's not an Imperial thing, because, again, like, if you go back to Episode 1... On Naboo and like Theed Palace, when Obi Wan and Qui Gon yeah. are fighting in Darth Maul, there's no rails there either. There's no rails in the Star Wars universe. Well, okay, so not only are there no rails, but like, why are like you you go from the landing bay and you open the door, and next thing you know, you're in the entire generator reactor for the building you're in. Yeah. And also, what about that door that Luke opened and almost fell down a shaft? Like, come on, yeah. guys. Come on. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. It's, it's, apparently, these ships were not put together by architects and engineers. It was just some drunk guy. Named Galen Urso. <laughs> Good old Galen Urso. What a jerk. <laughs> oh, man. This guy. No wonder he got very fired. By which I mean very, very by, fired. I meant Mendelssohn. <laughs> um, no, it's yeah. You're you're just looking and and yeah. There's some real real design real design choices. I I question. Um, also, you I mean, never like, see a bathroom. I, <laughs> that's fair. That's you know. I mean, uh, arguably. We at least know that Han and Chewie took a shower at one point during Solo. That's uh, true. A very intimate shower between the two of them. I guess it's just locker room. Um, that's just your that's, that's just your your fanfic. Okay. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> it's canon to me. <laughs> um, right there with you, Pete. <laughs> Like I, I, I just like to think that Chewie was kind of a giant loofah during that situation. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that, it that way, but sure. Yeah, but then who cleaned Chewie? That's you just hang Chewie off the non-existent rail to dry. <laughs> you, but you can't because there's no rail. Because oh. rails are rails violate the galactic senate's. Uh, oh man, why are there no rails? It's bothering me. <laughs> the things you they contemplate. Have, they have they have ramps. They have elevators. I think it definitely bothers me too because having played a lot of Star Wars games, like for example, lately I oh, I have been playing a good deal of Battlefront two. And, like, not me, because it, that would be incredibly incompetent, but some other player who happened to have my exact same gamer ID definitely kept falling off the, the levels to his death. Um, it's funny, it looked like my character. It's the character that I picked, had my same gamer tag, but I am not so irresponsible as to fall off guardrail-less uh, walkways to my death instead of shooting my enemies like I'm supposed to. Well, I, I, will, I will upfront admit... Uh, I, I forget which one of the games they were. They were took place in like the the prequel movies uh, that my nephew Gavin had on the uh, Xbox 360. Um, but there were a few times where you're running around and then it would just be, oh, there's no floor there. <laughs> this galaxy far, far away is a nightmare. <laughs> That's why we're not going there. Oh man. Well, it's also good that was a long time ago. Long time ago. Before OSHA. Mm-hmm. Safety That's wars. what it is. This is pre-OSHA. It's yes, it's pre the safety wars, and now we have rails because of them. <laughs> safety wars. movie. The catwalk menace. <laughs> and, and, I mean, do we want to talk about the whole building of Bespin and and the the tunnels and all the dropping and stuff? I mean, oh, 
There is a rail there. Huh. So what have we learned from this? We've learned that Lando, Lando appreciates his workers. Lando, Lando takes care of his people. You dropped out there. We've learned from, from Empire Strikes Back that Lando is the one person in the galaxy that takes care of his people. Bestman there had guardrails. Why do I want to think Lobot was more behind that than Lando? It might have been Lobot, but at least somebody. I'm sure Lando took credit for it. I, oh, that went without saying. I mean, <laughs> he is he is a bureaucrat of the highest order. <laughs> I like to think that Lobot to Lando is like Kith is to uh, Zap Brannigan. <laughs> That's a geek point. <laughs> oh, yes, sir. Oh. Have the boy lay out my lay out my uniform, and by the boy I mean you. Gift <laughs> Kroger. <laughs> I like uh, to think he's he's like my spirit animal. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they rolled out a, a new DLC. They've probably some other stuff that we just aren't remembering because you know we're old. And it's been a going day. on. It's, it's been a day. That is for sure. Um, so let's see. Yes, we talked about, uh, that movie, uh, dropped today on Disney plus the episode nine, if you will, we've got the finale to the clone wars and what a ride. We have some, uh, new, uh, material for Jedi order, uh, fallen order, excuse me. Uh, I have been watching some of the forces of destiny shorts because I guess I'm a seven year old girl. Um, what are what are the Forces of Destiny shorts on? Uh, they're on Disney Plus. That's where I've been watching it. Excellent. I did not know that. We'll have uh-huh. to put that they're on my watching. They're tucked away in there. They're fun. They mostly focus on a lot of the ladies of the galaxy that have um, um, changed the the face of the galaxy for all. It focuses on characters like uh, Ray and and uh, Leia through several different time periods. We have some episodes about Padme. We have some episodes about Sabine and Harris and Dula. We've got uh, uh, who else? Hey, Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Yep. There's some Ahsoka episodes, and we get some some nice like you, you don't need any of these, but they have some fun little like fill in the blank things to, to um, flesh out some of the things that we never really saw, like where Leia got her uh, Ewok village dress, for example. Mm, uh, never did. Uh huh. Mm. Because it really doesn't make sense why the Ewoks would have a human-sized dress just laying around, except for if it was from the bodies of whatever last colonist <laughs> well, tried to. Well, slow our roll here. Like when I say it fleshes it out, I mean she receives the dress. We don't know how they tailored it to her size. That was not really explained. Ah, so we can still go with the the theory that it's the leftovers from the last human colonist that attempted to Someone make the fourth home. Leftover from Caravan of, of uh, Courage. <laughs> was it Caravan of Hope? Hope? Was it Hope? It's been a long time. I say it was, yeah. The Ewok movies. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently uh, they didn't which, make it. <laughs> which, uh, which just really, uh, just really reminds you that, of course, Ewoks are murder bears. The Donner Party's Caravan of Nope. Uh, it was Caravan of Courage. It was Courage. And then it was the Battle of Endor. 1984, 1985. A lot of battles on Endor. Well, and on well, I mean, I was gonna say because technically that was that's just the forest moon, Tana. Ah, there's a geek point (laughs) and a fine callback because I definitely remember we talked about it. Did not remember what the actual name was. Yes, I I, I was that one popped up. It was like, oh, Pete told me this one. We talked about this when we talked about 
the Rise of Skywalker uh, review. But I look things up at a certain point in time because, uh, like everything else in my life, they immediately fall out of my brain. Yes. I used to know a whole lot more about the uh, the Battle of Endor when I had it on tape as a kid. I used to watch it all the time. I used to know my kids' names, but I just couldn't commit it to memory. <laughs> the one, the one you have it easy. It's it's he's your your name exactly. Oh shit. I don't remember mine either. Usually I just refer to them as tall one and beardy one. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to love it when they listen to this too, because they have been mentioning to me that they've been listening to the show. So, you know, this is, that's awesome. This is for you. Tall one and beardy one. Hi, beardy one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. I totally couldn't do that with my kids. They're both tall and beardy. <laughs> I mean, at, at times they are both beardy and they're both taller than me, but you know. I, I was I was delicately trying to figure out how to how to ask how you determine which one is tall one being that both your <laughs> kids have one of them always points out that he's taller. Mm. Ah. He always points it out because he's the younger one. Mm. Yeah, the day that my kids got taller than me, oh my goodness, I didn't, I couldn't hear about anything else <laughs> for quite some time. I'm taller than you, Mom. Yes, I know, but I'm taller than you. They were, what, 10 at the time? Yeah, yeah, like 9 and 10, you know. They tried to pull that on me, and I just go, everybody's taller than me. I'm not impressed by you. <laughs> that, don't, that don't impress you much? <laughs> <laughs> oh, she was so hot when she made that video. Not that she's not hot now, I just mean, like, at the time, I was like, holy crap. Oh yeah, <laughs> I will. I will agree with you on that one there for sure. Oh, we give a country God, geek point. Is that a thing? I don't know. I'll, I'll take a country geek let's point. Give geek. <laughs> I almost said let's give geek a Joe point. Um, that's <laughs> pressure on your table. How out of it I am at this point. <laughs> and I also feel like I would not really have been wrong if I had said that. No, no, you wouldn't have. We we, we have just re- renamed geek points Joe points. Is that it? We're the Joeyest. <laughs> <laughs> Which somehow seems to imply we are all kangaroos. I thought we were all characters from my so-called life. I, w- I was going to go, whoa, then I realized that's not my so-called life. It's, it's uh, Blossom. Mm. But it was Joey Lawrence, so. Was it Joey Lawrence in my so-called life also? No, it was Joey Lawrence in Blossom. Well, yes, that I do understand. But Okay. No, 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 no. This is my a very confusing life. conversation at this point. I don't know what's going on. Life was like Claire Danes and and uh, mm-hmm. Wilson Cruz and some other people. Sure. Uh, obscure shows from the '90s for one thousand, Alex. <laughs> you know, I don't get a lot of those. I was raising my kids in the '90s, and I was watching Sesame Street, so I missed a lot of stuff. Well, this is this is early '90s. These these are pre your children. Damn, I had a good excuse. Now I don't. <laughs> <laughs> But I think I, I, they might have been, uh, you know, you're probably doing other things than watching teen melodramas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was never much of a TV watcher to begin with. You know, I was like, you know, I was the the weird outside kid, you know, like Math- Matthew Mercer talks about, you know, weirdo indoor kids. I was the weirdo out- outdoor kid. You know, Sorry, I like, can't relate. <laughs> I played under my parents deck out back alone, you know. <laughs> I mean, I my parent, my mom used to kick us out of the house all the time to go play outside. So, 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 just some uh, geek new, uh, geekiest podcast news. 
was looking at the analytics the other day. Uh, the Geekiest has listeners in over 10 countries around the world. Woo! Yay! In another language, I said. <laughs> um, and and of course the big news and let's start uh, let's start promoting the hell out of this uh, the week of May 25th tabletop role playing game legendary designer James Intracasso will be a guest on the show God Among Men I am uh, so excited. Yeah. Um, if you are unaware of who he is, uh, shame on you for first of all. Um, go get any Wizards of the Coast D&D book since uh, Waterdeep Dragon Heist. Open up the front cover and you'll see his name there. Boom, right uh, there. Yeah. Boz, mm-hmm. um, go also, grab your book and look. <laughs> yeah, we, we'll wait. Okay. Um, other, uh, he also is uh, half of the ownership team of the Don't Split the Podcast Network, which is home to many fine, fine podcasts, including his own tabletop babble. I need to catch up on that. Um, he it's excellent. He talks with a lot of game designers, not just D designers, but other other um, systems, um, and just kind of tackles you know things. Uh, have to highly recommend his uh, interview uh, episode with uh, Satine Phoenix because she is always awesome. But it was really good. Yeah, she's fun. She always interviews good. Um, but yeah, so he's going to be on the show. This so show. To have this very show. Same podcast. Time, same podcast channel. Oh yeah. Uh yeah. So we are looking that he'll record on like the 25th. That will come out like the 29th. So there. Send so there. <laughs> Tune in and listen to us stumble over ourselves. Yes. With uh we will we'll try not to do too much hero worship. Yeah, that's gonna be really hard. Yeah. <laughs> um Going back to my tease at the beginning of the show, so no solid date yet for Discovery Season 3. I know, talking about the other star, not the wars, but the Trek. Um, But according to, I think it was Alex Kurtzman's uh, Twitter or social media account, June or July is looking to be the release for Season 3. Okay, that's not too bad. I'm still going to talk about it. They were able to do so much of the production prior to uh, the the shuttering of the entire world. So apparently, um, according to Jonathan Frakes's Twitter... It turns out uh, they filmed the whole thing in space. Well, (laughs) not that they filmed the whole thing in space, but they had already filmed a lot of it uh, before October because um, they had a new trailer at the New York City Comic Con in October to show. Uh, and Mm. And then on Frakes's twitter back in before the break before the shutdown uh in like february uh there was a post about uh about a rap um so yeah according to the um according to frakes's thing they had wrapped um in february and like late february so right now has been all post-production stuff so i think I think they're the from what I can see they're saying more leaning towards late uh late like into July than actually June because getting post production stuff done has been a little difficult. Yeah, I can't imagine like that's not something those the that kind of equipment is not something you can work from home with. You know, so they would have to be sending like, you know, one or two people into the office at a time. That's got to be wow. That's just to think about having to do that. It turns out um, there's a lot that goes into making TV shows, I guess. <laughs> a little bit. 
I mean, yeah, especially when set into, you know, set in, you know, far flung star systems. Yeah, that, that <laughs> series is so much special effects. But this is less far away, though, from what I understand, right? This is a galaxy not so far away. Galaxy not so far away, but it is now 930 or 40 plus years into the future of already like, what, 200 and something years into the future. So oh, it gets pretty relative at that point. <laughs> That's what Einstein told me anyway. He did tell you that. Um, yeah. You guys are buddies. Timey Wimey. A. Oh. A. Stein. Uh, <laughs> young a. young Einstein. Einstein. It was actually Yahoo Serious. I mean, it's pretty cool you're hanging out with Yahoo Serious. It's really not. Could be. <laughs> it turns out that he doesn't actually own Yahoo, like I was hoping. Damn it. Uh, yeah, no, Which Verizon owns Yahoo. Is also not as cool as knowing Steve Google either. Oh. I don't know what's going on here anymore. Well, or Charlie, I, I, or are... Charlie Apple. <laughs> it's Johnny. Johnny Apple. See, Some, something's wrong with me. In, in my head. I was I was just thinking about, you know, so, you know, how are we all coping? What are we doing to, to cope? We've been talking about things that we've been doing to keep sane, but I don't think We're that not. question's relevant we anymore. Lost our, <laughs> lost our shit. Lost the, the shit that we didn't have to begin with. <laughs> yeah so so if you're feeling if you're feeling alone that you're kind of losing it we are here to tell you that you're not alone so so please by all means write me an email make it lengthy tell me all the weird things going on in your life during this uh this quarantine period because there we go. you're in good company we're all losing it <laughs> Yeah. Oh my goodness. You know, the other side of it is I don't know about the rest of the country, but it is god awful hot here. It's pretty hot. Yeah. Yeah, it's like stupid hot for this time of year. And it's been coolish the last couple of days. Still hot. Yeah. Yeah. What's well, interesting because like when I go to take dogs out at night, it's like, oh, it's it's there's like the heat broke. It's a nice, it's a nice, you know, moment. And then mosquitoes swarm me, and well, then all those thoughts go away. Yeah, gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. Well, it's we're all a little little punch drunk, it sounds like. <laughs> uh why don't we take a look at the big board and uh get to celebrating the May the fourth. Um, okay. Um I, I was just you know, I was just ex half expecting with the uh you know, I went to let's go to the board to get oh, I forgot to, to tally. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> As distracted as I might be, there are numbers. The two of you win, um, as always. Um, you actually you actually tied. Nice. The two of you, the two of you tied at five, and I got none. How did you get none? I got none. Nobody gave me any. But, but the force is strong in you, regardless. We 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 do have a listener out there uh, who has has posted that they think that you two are stingy with the geek points when it comes to me. So yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got I a This is rigged. Totally rigged. Geekiest <laughs> is really just a microcosm of the world where you get at best one third of the, the geek points that we get because exactly. of the, the geek ceiling that we've set up here. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Boss yeah. through that geek ceiling. That's what you need to do. Mm -hmm. So, Pete, where can folks find you? People can find me at home where I belong, covering my face and my nose and my eyes 
and my ears, all of my ear, uh, all of my airways. I actually am suffocating over here. Um, so yeah. if somebody could cut cut me out of this, I would appreciate it. Um, you can email me. I am geekiestpeed at gmail.com. You can twit me on twits. I am at the it's just Pete. T-H-E, it's just Pete. And that's I-T-S, P-E-T-E, because they will not let me put an apostrophe in it's like I, it, it rightly deserves. Uh, and you can find me uh, playing Orion on uh, Not Safe for Wizards, an Armored Bear podcast. Joe? Yes, sir. Where you at? I think he was throwing it to you. Ah, well, you can find me on Twitter at Demorgus. That's D-E-M-O-R-G-U-S. Uh, you can find me being the DM of the Not Safe for Wizards podcast. I think we play that fifth edition D&D. Some even call it an actual play. Um, if you are interested in learning to play D&D and you have time available Saturday from 2.30 to 6.30 Eastern, I am running a virtual lesson. There will be a link in the show notes. If you're interested in actually playing D&D with me, come the uh, Saturday after that. Uh, there will be a link in the show notes for you to sign up and join a one-shot that I'll be running with, uh, in cooperation with Access Granted. And uh, keep an eye out for any of that sort of stuff at The Evolving DM, which is my other stuff floating around the internet. You can find that on all the social medias. Hey, Kayla. Yo. Where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on the Twitter at Hawk underscore Kayla. That is K-A-I-L-A. As we discussed earlier, I can't spell. Um, you can find me on Geekiest Kayla on Instagram. That kind of is my my main hub of stuff and things. Um, you can find me uh, on any of my secondhand goddess pages. That's my, my fun little thrift store. We've got an eBay, we've got all the socials. You can see what's going on there. Um, and also I have uh, a new group up, um, for all of you out there that are turning to career creativity, either to give back to the world and those that need it through mask making or other skills, or uh, if you are turning to your creativity to make ends meet uh, because of a lost or on a job on hold or just because it is staving off the depression or is making somebody smile or whatever it is, uh, check out COVID Creatives on Facebook. Uh, everybody is welcome to post anything that you're doing. Um, we just ask that everybody kind of be nice and all of that stuff, but we're trying to give back in that way. All of you geeks are welcome. There's so much creativity in the geek kingdom. We'd really love to see what you guys are doing. That's the thing. Uh, also, don't forget that you can find Secondhand Goddess at its actual website, secondhandgoddess.net. Yes, we have an actual website now. I forgot Ooh. about that. Thank you. Yep, secondhandgoddess.net. Um, and all of the things that Secondhand Goddess does will be eventually connected to that. Right now, it's mostly our eBay stuff, and we're working on a few other things, so keep checking back. So, uh, on this May the 4th, uh, we want you, regardless of which side of the, the force you use, whether it be light or dark, to please stay safe in this time and know that we appreciate you taking a listen to us, taking that hour, hour and a half, sometimes two hours to listen to our show. Uh, we appreciate it. Be you Jedi, Jedi, Sith, or Grey. It's true. All of it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, thank you for listening this week, and we'll be talking to you next week. Pew pew. Bye. Pew 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 pew. <laughs> hey there, listener. Before we get out of here, just want to uh, ask you to do us a little favor. Um, two little favors. One, if you go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and review there. Five stars would be great, but hey, we're leaving that up to you. And second would be share the podcast with your friends, family, coworkers, whoever you think would enjoy a deep dive into geek culture. Uh, that would definitely help us. Thanks for listening. The preceding program was brought to you by Armored Bear Productions.